Dave Scholl, telling like it is. Going to combine the AFC East and NFC East previews since uh, we're splitting heads on which one's better. Uh, it's funny. When I did the ranking, one through eight of the teams and added up the numbers, came out tied. <laughs> so, with that note, I would still give a little bit of a favor to the AFC East, but I will then do the NFC East first then. But hey, it's splitting hairs and what's going to be wrong. And it's a great night. It's uh, the Lions already beat the Chiefs. So I was not happy about that because I'm a Viking fan, as we know. By the way, I decided to go Chris Carter again. Chris Carter, boy, does catch such sense. So we're a Viking hat tonight, but when you're 55 and you got a full head of hair like this uh, and you're in the Hair Hall of Fame, there's no way that uh, I'm covering this up as the uh, balding guys tell me why would I cover that up. So uh, even though it's gray, uh, Fall League starts tomorrow, Sunday Fall League. Looking forward to that. 12 teams, best Fall League on the island. Doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Played on Sunday. You get to be home Sunday night. Because as a family person, you should be home Sunday night. Uh, and that's why I don't like playing Sunday night leagues. Of course, they leagues to be out of the house. But anyway, so here we are. Uh, we got the uh, schedule ratings. Uh, we have the Giants with the first hardest schedule. Again, this considers dates, times, records, and everything. Not just last year's records. Redskins have the ninth toughest schedule. Eagles the sixth and the Cowboys the twelfth. And uh, that's tough. Tough stuff right there. Um, the reason I would, did finally nudge uh, the AFC East overall, even though I think the Eagles are the best team of the eight, I think that the not having really a total pushover, even though the Patriots are probably the worst team in that division with Belichick at the helm, you just never know what you're going to get. So we'll show all the ultimate respect for the for the Wizard there, and uh, we'll uh, you know we'll make sure that uh, we keep them last. But a lot of Giant fans at work, a lot of Jet fans at work. So I'm happy for them this year to have a lot of uh, a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of uh, talk around their teams. Exciting time. We got Rosie in the booth tonight. Excuse me. Got Lily in the booth. We're doing it from the playroom tonight. Uh, didn't want to do it from the office. Got the two puppies here. Two of the three puppies. Charlie's upstairs somewhere. Giants, so much excitement around here. And I think it's perfect that they've gone under the radar. Brian Dable is a coach. I, I really like him. Uh, so I have to say that uh, that's going to be great, too. Uh, I think in his second year, he's going to do wonders for that team. Jones got some more weapons. Uh, will the D be enough is the, is the key question here. Um, Dable just knows how to run a game. Uh, not many guys know how to run a game anymore. Like, he knows when to go tempo. He knows when to take clock. He just understands right before, two minutes before the half as well as anybody. And that's to me, is a big thing that my Vikings have been missing for years, which is one of the worst teams for the half in a 10 year stretch, probably the worst team in the half for a 10 year stretch. Meaning that if you're not going to score right before the half, then make sure the other team can't score. And, and you know, most teams just do a horrible job about that. And they think they're playing Madden and they're not you got Barkley, you got Hodgins, you got Slayton and Waller's really going to help in the red zone. Uh, Jones only had five picks last year and uh, he used to throw a lot of picks in the red zone. Waller's going to help a lot in this regard. Uh, you got Williams on the outside. You know, you got Thibodeau. I mean, you got some, you know, got some good players. So uh, Tibbs, I mean, so uh, we're gonna have some great players. Not Thibodeau, but I always think of Tom Thibodeau, but it's not him, obviously. But I think uh, they played the NFC West this year four games, which is really brutal, and they played AFC East four games, which is why this division just has so many challenges. Uh, the NFC West. Um, 
you know, well, NFC West will be be tough, but uh, at least there's a little bit of a break there. Besides the Niners and maybe the Seahawks for a little bit, I think the Rams, Cooper Cup is, as of this morning, doesn't look like he's healthy for now. So, uh, again, you know, and the Cardinals could be the worst team of football. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. They're on the Williams sweepstakes, I guess. But the Red, uh, the Giants, I'm looking for good things. I mean, they, unfortunately, they have scheduled the first four of their first 11 games. Uh, I think they only have four out of their first 11 at home. So even though, like I said, you can't win it the first part of the schedule, I think you could lose it. Um, the schedule is just brutal. So um, you got to hope that they get off to a decent start. And if they could be around 500 halfway, um, I think they're going to be fine. I think just getting through these first, you know, 10 games, maybe nine games is uh, – it's going to tell us all we need to know. So I, I think the Giants can do a fine job. I, I, I like Jones last year. Uh, unfortunately, in New York, we like to put too much pressure on teams. So I, I think, you know, there's a little bit of pressure since it's a home game. You don't want to lose those division home games. Uh, and the fans, hopefully tomorrow night, are understanding if it doesn't go their way right away. Uh, they've had trouble with the Cowboys. I think they've never beaten Dak. So, um, you know, Dak's accuracy, I think if the Giants make him do some different things, I I think they'll be all right. Uh, Dak's accuracy last year in the playoffs and at the end of the regular season was atrocious. So I'm expecting good things out of the Giants and uh, happy that they re-signed uh, Saquon. The Deadskins are the worst team in the league. Um, the worst team in the division, I should say. They sent good QBs packing, which makes me wonder if they're tanking. I always, I also think that uh, the enemy's in the, in the wings. I and mean, when it doesn't go great, Rivera, go great, Rivera's going to step away. And uh, the enemy's going to step in and finally get his NFL shot. You know, they got McLaurin. Is uh, is young on defense, hurt. He's always hurt. Uh, this team just does not have enough weapons. I think the defense could be decent, but again, what are you getting out of a guy like Young? What do you, you know, Ron Rivera, obviously a good coach, but you know, we'll have to see. I think this team is definitely the worst team in a division. That doesn't mean they'll finish worse because uh, sometimes you know how funny how things work out, but there's just not enough talent here, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Was going to pick them tomorrow in the knockout pool versus the Cardinals, but I can't trust the uh, the Deadskins tomorrow. I just don't trust their offense enough to uh, to do anything, so I, I can't uh, I can't look at them and, and take them seriously. Eagles sixth on the schedule, like I said before, lost both coordinators. They're gonna have that Super Bowl hangover. Who the hell knows if they have that Super Bowl hangover? We'll have to find out. Hurts, Brown, and Smith, though, good place to start. Got Slay on the D. Pass rushers lead, although the best pass rusher left. They can have some challenges, but. Will they have the Super Bowl hangover? Always the biggest problem with the team that loses in the Super Bowl. I don't think they will. They get the best team in this division. We'll find out. Like I said, losing both coordinators is tough, but I think they're in solid footing. Cowboys, Dak, is he going to be accurate with his passes or is he going to hand the ball off to Pollard enough? They lost uh, Zeke, goes away to the Pats. We'll talk about it in a minute. Cowboy D has great playmakers. They got Lawrence, got Diggs, got Gilmore. Got a great pass rush. Again, 12th toughest schedule. Lamb, Cooks, Gallup. Cowboys definitely have enough talent. They have the playmakers. Um, Parsons is a beast. Uh, he is like poor man's LT. Uh, he's the closest thing in mind to LT. Uh, back in the day, him and uh, Von Miller during that Super Bowl run took the Broncos to the title. Just a really good team uh, with on paper, but I just don't trust Dak's accuracy. The good news is Cooper Rush, uh, I believe, was 4-1 last year as a starter. So uh, you got to wonder to yourself, I, I think he can help us. So we'll have to find out. But uh, I think the Cowboys will definitely finish second or third in that division. I think the Eagles will still win the division. But, again, all tough, all tough schedules in this division. No easy days off. And so that would be the NFC East for us. Um, if we're going to go down here and look at the AFC East, as we flip the page, 
The Jets, uh, I like a lot more than I originally did. They did. Aaron Rodgers took less money, so they can go out and get some more pieces. Uh, they got Rodgers, obviously. They got Wilson. Uh, you know, they got great D-line. The O-line is the only thing that's going to hold them up. You got Hall and Cook in the backfield. You got both Williams. You got Sauce. You got Mosley. This defense is ready to go. I think Sal's a good coach. I think Rodgers will work well with him. I don't think, you know, everybody's worried here in New York about, you know, you got to win this first game. And you know, it's true, it is a home game. Uh, you know, but the thing is, Everybody's worried about Rogers dominating the room, but you know Peyton Manning dominated the room too and allowed you know Kubiak to coach him. So I mean, it depends. I don't think Rogers is a bad guy that way. I just think that he didn't agree with the offense in Green Bay anymore, and I think that was part of the problem. Whereas this offense, he has his offensive guy. He's got Mister Hackett back on offense, so I think he's he's going to be a good soldier. And we'll find out. We'll find out how just how good a soldier he's going to be. I think the Jets could win this division, although they have to solve the Pats. They haven't beaten the Pats in forever. Pats got the third toughest schedule. Jets second toughest schedule. By the way, the AFC plays the AF plays the AFC West and the NFC East. Brutal. Oh my God, that is brutal. This is the hardest division schedule that I, I see around. It's just it's a nightmare. Um, I just don't see how they're gonna. <laughs> the schedule is crazy. So uh, the Jets just are loaded. Like I said, O'Brien's going to help as an offensive coordinator for Mac Jones. Is Barrymore going to step up? Is he going to be hurt? I think Zeke could help him. Is Schuster going to be enough? Can Peppers, Jabril Peppers, lead the D? We'll have to find out. You still got Bill up there. I, I think uh, it'll be a, it'll be a good thing for O'Brien. I think O'Brien was an excellent coach. He took the Texans to the playoffs a couple of times, and people always got pissed off because he'd go, you know, nine and seven and win the division. Well, how do you like that now, Texans? Would you settle for nine and seven and winning the division three or four years in a row? And going to the playoffs. All right, sure they lose to the Ravens, but you know what? They weren't as good as the Ravens a couple of those years back to back playoff losses. So Pats are gonna be okay, but like with I think they're the worst team in this division. And I think that uh you know, people love to hate the hate. So uh I think they'll be calling for Bill's there'll be whispers about Bill by the end of the year, and people will try to make the argument that he's you know lost a step or some other garbage. But don't forget, teams used to run the same stuff every week. Bill Belichick changed the NFL as far as make individual game planning every week in the NFL. You used to get film on the Cowboys, film on the Steelers in the old days, in the 70s and the 80s, and you saw what they ran, you tried to take them out of it. Bill prepares every week for every team. He's the guy who started that. So let's not think that uh, since they're still doing that, obviously he hasn't lost his fastball. So uh, show a little respect. Buffalo Bills, I think this team was the might have missed their window. Um, as an A's fan, you always had a small window, so I know what windows, windows is. And uh, when you miss your window, I think that that's a, that's a tough thing because – uh, sometimes it gets away from you. Diggs is always a pain in the ass. He's already bitching. He was so glad when we sent his ass back in him. Look what we got out of it. We got Jefferson out of it. So uh, it's a, it was a great deal for us. The Bills have Allen. Can Kincaid be the first, uh, can be a rookie tight end to get 1,000 yards? We'll see. Defense needs to step up. Miller and White, got to have the right health for those two guys. Vaughn is as good as it gets. White is excellent too. But I think that window might have closed. The chemistry on this team, that Diggs, Diggs is not happy till he's unhappy. He's just one of those guys that just has to complain about everything. So this could be a mess. Uh, I just, you know, Micah Hyde, obviously, it's going to help. They got the fourth toughest schedule. This will be fun to watch. This whole division is going to be fun to watch. These division games could absolutely be just haymakers, and it's going to be so exciting. I think the Bills could win a division. I, I think the Jets will win a division. But then again, all these things could blow up because – in New York, it is such a different type of pressure. You can get off to an 0-2 start and almost be a really good team and still have a crumble on you just under the pressure. You see it all the time, especially since this generation of player is more sensitive. You see a lot more guys coming here and just totally bombing out because it's just a different place. 
And if you're not really familiar with it, you just can't understand it. And you think that's all our imagination, but it's not. The sports talk here, the people get on, the people just make the dumbest suggestions like Met fans right now. It's about getting rid of Pete Alonso. The guys hit 40 home runs every year in the league, except one year where it was a shortened season. So, I mean, Jesus Lord, man, you you got to get rid of a guy who always hits 40 and 100? Let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll drive him to Oakland for you. But it's New York. It's rough. You go, oh, there's bad chemistry in a locker room. No, it's crap. When you're winning, everybody talks about how great the chemistry is. When you're losing, they talk about how bad the chemistry is. It's just garbage. But that just gives you an indication of how tough New York is. Here's this guy. All he's done is he's played hurt, came back early from a tough injury. He still did it. So New York is a rough place. So we'll see if the uh, Jets can uh, withstand that. And, you know, I, have no, I know Buffalo is in New York. As a source teacher, I know that. But it's really not part of the New York media. And so they don't get that same pressure. Jets and Giants get a different kind of pressure. The fish, I think, to his health is the biggest question in the league as far as anybody in their health. Um, that was really scary what we all saw last year. We all love Tua. Uh, he's such a competitor. I just love him. I love the lefty. I'm a lefty myself. Uh, he's got the biggest health concern. Um, you do have a good backup. You got White backing him up. I think that's going to be great. Fangio comes in, brings the D. They got the fifth toughest schedule. Got Hill and Waddle and Mosley. Mostert, I mean, oh my God, they got great offensive weapons. I just hope Tua can stay healthy. And I hope he just gets rid of the ball and avoids those hits. Uh, like I said, they do have Mike White as a backup, which is a very capable backup. We saw him last year. I think if the Jets had played him more, yeah, they probably would have made the playoffs and their drought would not be the longest. I, I still, I believe it is the longest in sport right now since the Mariners won last year. What is it, the Lions? I know it might be the, might be the Jets. But the thing is, uh, the Fish... You know, the fish, like I said, to his health is everything. The defense has some ability to do it. Plus, you're going to get one of those games you're going to win because of the heat. Uh, you go down there early. My, you know, we ain't going to hardly ever wins down there in that heat. So, uh, Miami is some of the best uniforms in the NFL. Dolphins have a decent following up here in New York from those early 70s. Dolphins, you get quite a following when you dominate for a couple of years. And I know Jets and Dolphin fans, great rivalries in this division. Um, but, again, Dolphins fifth, stuff of schedule, Bills fourth, Pats third, Jets second. Crazy, all right in the middle like that. This division with the toughest schedule. And again, playing the NFC East is no ticket and playing the AFC West, which is, is pretty brutal. So you're gonna have to get the games you can. So you could be a really good team and go eight and nine in this division. And and you know, fans won't accept that, but that's a fact. Some years you are really good and you just, you know, it's, it's gonna be those close games. It's gonna be which which field goal kicker hits the upright, which uh punt returner drops a punt here or there, and then it's, you know, it's 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 which team recovers an onside kick. You know, it's a tip ball here. It's a, it's a two-point conversion there. And all of a sudden, you know, eight and nine becomes 10 and seven or 10 and seven becomes eight and nine. And that's how, you know, best quote in sports history for me, Friday Night Lights, the only difference between winning and losing is how the outside world treats you because whether you make that play or not, you're still the same team. You still made all the plays leading up to that. So if the field goal goes wide right, you didn't do any less than you did. But if the kick goes in, the world treats you like you did more, but you didn't do any more whether it went in or whether it didn't go in. But if you're not a coach or a person competing at a high level yourself, you don't understand that. But the outside world only wants to know. Like people say, well, did you win or lose? They don't ever ask how. They just say, did you win or lose? It's always if, not how. You know, that's all they care about. So how the outside world treats you. So in this division here, you could easily go eight and nine and be a very good team and the fan base will be screaming. I know one thing, one of these three really good teams, Jets, Pats, or Bills is going to be unhappy. And, and that's, that's going to be where it's at. So, uh, it'll be it for us tomorrow. We'll uh, do our Viking show. We hope we get more stuff on the Viking show. Just mainly a Viking show. We'll talk about the Universal Viking.
forward to talking to you. Um, like it is. Good to see everybody. Happy everybody. Good to hear from you. 